Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McKee And I am thrilled for this week. Not only is there a lot of pop culture to talk about, we are talking about the one true American Idol, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. The one thing everybody can agree with. If there's anything the whole country can agree with on either side, it's a Kelly is the one true American Idol. I will say a lot of people will say like Carrie is the most successful American Idol winner. I'm like, don't you ever say that to me again. By what standard, though? I don't know. How is she the most successful when Jennifer Hudson is like an like an EGOT, basically? Like how how do people gauge that? Maybe because her name's out there so much. Because Carrie Underwood is like the ruler of country music for women. Right. So that's true. But I don't know. I feel like. Oh, no, people are going to come for me. I just feel like Carrie Underwood doesn't transcend the way Kelly Clarkson does. Like, she literally crosses every genre. She crosses every generation. Young people who weren't even born during American Idol like Kelly Clarkson. And old people like Kelly Clarkson, Black people. I mean, the gays love her, straight people. I mean, she transcends. Like, I don't think you can compare anybody to Kelly. And that's that. And that's the episode. Bye. Thanks for listening. So, of course, Lisa Marie Presley passing away. That was pretty shocking, I think. That was extremely shocking. Like, out of nowhere. I know. And I don't know. I sent you the tweet. I I don't know who said it, but they were like, here's a video of Lisa Marie looking shaky on the red carpet two days before she passed. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Is it really worth the clicks for you to, like, post something like that? Yeah, I know seeing that video over and over and over was so morbid and everybody being like, look how shaky and weak she is. I was like, Ugh. like, I don't know. That just made me really, the whole thing just made me so sad. Like she's such a cool lady. And like, I know we've talked about her a few times on this show, just like, like in the history of rock and roll, like, I feel like she doesn't really get the credit that she deserves for like writing people's music and like, she was just really cool and really badass. And I wish, I don't know. It just makes me sad. I almost feel like it's like the Kennedys with them. Like something about Elvis, the whole, it's like tragedy. Mm -hmm. And it always goes to the Kennedys. And I don't know what that says about me, but probably just because I'm from Massachusetts. Well, I think that some people are just meant to have a tragic 
life. And I feel like if you're the child of Elvis, unfortunately, you know, it's like Michael's kids. Like, I don't think that anything great is going to, in the long run, like Paris is going to live a pretty crazy, tragic life, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't think that it's like, I don't know, it's just sad. We also obviously have to talk about Britney Spears versus TMZ at the moment. It's really always Britney versus TMZ, but, you know, it was really, I guess, I don't even know if you would say confirmed. It was just like another public battle where this video was posted of Britney looking allegedly manic. And they always use the word manic to describe her when she's like angry or anything. But they they alleged that she was manic and that she was out in public with Sam and they got into an argument and Sam ended up allegedly storming off and said he just couldn't take it anymore because she's so crazy. So Sam stormed off and Britney sat there being in quotes manic and as reported by TMZ talking to herself and speaking in tongues and floating off the ground and casting spells and witchery and <laughs> she, she did math and they had a whole Salem witch trial. At this point, I, I I don't know if you can ever really fully trust anything TMZ says when it comes to Britney Spears. No. I think Britney's fans know that, and we just kind of laugh a lot of it off. But at the same time, like, the stories do end up all over the globe, and people really believe it. I'm just, I don't love, like, the idea of TMZ constantly referring to her as manic. Right. And they won't say that about, like, Kanye. When he's going on his anti-Semitic rants, like, no. He should be condemned for the words that he has said. Right. But instead, they're just like, oh, he's just being like saying all this crazy shit. It's like, no, it's more than just like crazy shit. It's actually like very harmful. Yeah. They give him a platform to come into the TMZ office and speak his gospel for hours, a bunch of crazy shit. But her being angry at a dinner table while people in the restaurant are, as I always say, treating her like elephant man and filming her and taking videos of her and zooming in on her face while she's crying and like all of this shit. Like it's, it just honestly, for me, it just proves like we've never actually really learned anything. And all of that, like Britney shit that people were spewing about wanting her to like be free or whatever. A lot of it was bullshit. Like Mm -hmm. you just want Britney to be like, a pop tart again like you want her to have abs and pretty hair and you want to see her flip it and that's like what you really think of her is like not more than like releasing like a song or something like this is a human being right and it's fucking crazy how yesterday or maybe it was today i'm not sure sam meets up with a tmz paparazzi to set the record straight yeah how odd and also, I'm going to I'm going to be done after this rant. I'll be done. I promise. I don't want to no, do say all you want. People love hearing you talk about Britney Troy. I don't know if you know <laughs> that, but people <laughs> get excited when you speak about Britney. <laughs> the other thing is like, and you'll you'll totally get this. Sam, if you follow pop culture, Sam is not he's in over his head. I feel he's not like a real famous person. I think at best had Sam become famous on his own, he would have been like a Love Island celebrity or something. Mm-hmm. He would have like been on maybe The Challenge or something. He would have been like a, what do they call it? When a reality show like casts like a person from like a bar, they would have been like, oh, you've never watched this show, but you're on it. He's that mm-hmm. guy. And now he's a world famous giant mega superstar celebrity who is married to the most famous person in the whole globe. He's never been famous before. And you can see the cracks in his in his game. Like 
He's not good at his fake paparazzi conversations. They are horrendous and cringy. He's like, hey, man, just leaving the gym. What questions did you have for me? Like, he's outrageous. And how odd that TMZ is always right there to help Sam set the record straight. They're the only camera crew outside where he's leaving. And he's so excited to talk to his buddies. Like, just, I just want this to end. I'm at a point where I'm ready to truly just put a hood over my head, go save Brittany, swoop her up, figure out how to drive a boat, and we'll just go somewhere. <laughs> and I'll film her TikToks of her rolling on the beach and spinning. I'll do it. <laughs> that was your blind item life that I came up with anyway. <laughs> I know it is. I'll tend to her. Now, one thing about Troy and I, we do love the challenge. And I'm going to be talking about the challenge all-stars forecast that has just been sent to wherever they're doing it so if you don't want spoilers on the cast skip ahead but i don't know anything that like happens during filming okay the men cast that they cast is like very lame so i'll just read like the top contenders tony's gonna be back okay brad leroy ryan will be back ace will be back tyree do you remember tyree i do He's going to be back. Okay. And then Jenna's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, Jay, who did one challenge. Somehow he's on All Stars. Okay. And then there are like a couple other guys, but no one's super notable. Ooh. Now the ladies in the cast, I'm ready for your reaction. Laurel, Cam, Rachel will be back. Veronica will be back. Tina, Jasmine. Cara Maria is coming back. Oh, my goodness. Nicole Zanetti, whatever her last name is. Oh, my God. And Avery will be coming back. Avery from Portland. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Why did they, why did they, like, fuck up the men so bad? I don't know. The women are incredible. I cannot wait for, like, Cam's one of my favorite challengers of all time. I know she like got married, had a baby with Leroy. They're living a happy life. But I'm like, but you could have been great. Yeah. She was like a budding reality superstar. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting to see her back. And like, oh, that's really cool. Wow. The women, they really killed it. I'm curious to see Laurel and Kara. Yes. And also like Veronica with like. Rachel. Rachel. And Tina. And Tina. Oh, my goodness. That's exciting. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I don't know when it premieres. It's just started to film. But if you guys don't know, the Challenge All-Stars is on Paramount Plus, And it is way, way, way better than the actual challenge on MTV. Are you one of those people that will read the winner? No, but it always gets spoiled for me just because it pops up on my Twitter. I'm like, I don't want to see this ever. So there are That's a few. Yeah. There are a few accounts that I've had to mute because unfortunately I know who wins like this season of the challenge just because I saw it on Twitter, but I try to avoid spoilers. Challenge people love to to not be shocked by that winner. I don't understand that. I'm like, I kind of like the surprise. Me too. Call me crazy. I don't need to know who goes home every week. Challenge fans will find out before the premiere who wins. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like the weirdest thing to me. So this is extremely random. But I, I know that this is like a, a several year old television show. 
But I just randomly for the first time started watching The Real Housewives of Sydney. And it is absolute batshit insanity. Like, if anybody listening to this is a Housewives fan and has never seen Sydney, I'm going to, like, hitch it for you and just tell you why you should watch it. For one thing, it's a one-season wonder. It only had one season, one perfect season. So it's like the freaks and geeks of the Housewives franchise. It had one perfect season. Secondly, when you find it online, it's uncensored. Oh. And hearing Australian women call each other fucking hole and a stupid bitch and a slag is the greatest. It is so politically incorrect that watching it feels like you're doing something naughty. I mean, it really is like wild. I've never seen women call each other a fucking slut so often ever. And I went to high school in 2006. Like, <laughs> pretty crazy. And it's just good. It's very controversial. I read online that they're bringing it back by fan demand because it got canceled for being too, like, crazy by the standards of, like, Housewives back then. But now that more women have, like, gone to prison and, you know, whatever, I guess it's, like, not so bad looking back and they're bringing it back. So that's my pitch for you all listening to go back and watch the now, I think, five-year-old Real Housewives of Sydney. It's only one season and it's perfect. And it's on YouTube? I had to stream it on a not-legal site, allegedly. But you can find it. If you if you message me, I'll send it to you, allegedly. <laughs> now, what's not alleged is Shakira and Miley both releasing the best fuck you songs that I've heard in a while. Yeah. Yes. I will say, I feel like Shakira's needs more publicity, but mm-hmm. her lyrics translated are so insane. You know, Shakira doesn't get enough credit for being a good songwriter because people mm-hmm. think that she's like always just like doodling in her songs. But she's a really good songwriter. Like her music is, I love Shakira. Laundry Service is a no skip album. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? It's so good. And Miley fucking killed it. Killed it. This is gorgeous. If you guys don't know, we do have a Miley episode. I don't remember if it was Patreon or public, but we talked about Liam cheating on her all the time. Yeah. Allegedly. Right. Yeah. It just really did feel like an extension of her blind items. When I saw the lyrics, I was like, oh, shit. She's like, she's talking. (laughs) And I just need to say, I hate how people will comment being like, all women do is trash their exes in songs or whatever. Obviously, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. You hear that all the time with her. And now people are coming at Miley about it. And I'm like, why doesn't anyone bash like Bruno Mars or Ed Sheeran or Justin Timberlake? Anyone who just sings about exes all the time. Like, but they're singing. It's like, no, but they were heartbroken. I'm like, Miley Cyrus was cheated on a billion times. She's probably pretty fucking heartbroken too exactly and it's also crazy because like miley and taylor both write so many different kinds of love songs Mm -hmm. like they write songs about falling in love they write songs about breakups they write songs about like being engaged they write songs about being like they write so many different kinds of love songs and it's crazy that people especially with like taylor people will like emphasize like the breakup ones or like the mean ones when like most of them, I would say, aren't even like that. No, it's just about like 
being sad. Like it's okay yeah. to be sad. <laughs> right. Yeah. And this was like such a Miley's, this is such a clever, cool thing. The video is so cool. And I love that she incorporated all these different Easter eggs and it's just like really, really cool. I'm very excited for it. And she's been done so dirty. I feel even Slide Away is my favorite song by Miley. And that gets no love at all. Right. But I'm excited. I was actually thinking this last night and I was excited to talk to you about it because I wasn't a Miley fan until like the bangers era. Mm -hmm. That's when I started to really like her. And I was like, wow, she really does have like the X factor. Right. Because Selena has whatever Selena has. (laughs) (laughs) She's got something. She has something that people really love. And I'm charmed by Selena. Demi Lovato has like the voice, but Miley just kind of has everything and can sing everything. Yeah, Miley to me, I always felt like Miley was like the real, true, like, I don't know if I would say breakout star, because like you said, they all were breakout stars, but Miley was like the one to me. Like Miley just had like that real, Miley has that kind of like star potential and that like it factor that you can't like create. Mm -hmm. Like she's the girl that, other record labels would be like, oh, we got to have our Miley. We got to have like our version, you know? And that's when you know that you're like the one that everybody's copying. I don't know. I just think it's like a different Miley special. I agree. And I'm excited to see her new era. Me too. I'd love to see Miley live this year if I can. We're going to manifest that. Yes, please. I also really quickly wanted to touch on the Pam Anderson doc. I know that we have been hearing a lot about this for a while, especially since, you know, Pam had publicly said that she like wasn't really in love with that movie and like how she was portrayed or not the movie, but the television show. Personally, aside from like that, it looked really great. And like, they did a great job with like the prosthetics and the tattoos and stuff. I didn't think that that was very good. And I really hated the way that Pam was portrayed. And I hated that she was like brought back into the media as like this weird idea of her that is not her like in that show they were they like made it seem like I don't know like she was just like this idiot who kept like falling into these situations and like if like if people had only just listened they'd find out that she like reads books like it was like so clearly like written by like a man Mm -hmm. you know like Pam Anderson is like so intelligent and so smart that to like water her down to that was just annoying to me so I'm excited to hear her perspective of the situation, especially now posts like Me Too. Everybody's going to think about it differently. And I don't know, I think people will like actually like finally take what she says about it like seriously, because I feel like nobody ever really has. They've like mm-hmm. never taken her emotions about it into account. I don't so, think they've ever taken her in general seriously. Yeah, I agree. And she's so smart and so cool. So I'm excited for her. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm the same. I, I didn't watch the FX show because she put out that statement about it, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to see Pam get her moment that I think she really deserves. I am too. And to like really hear, like we know what went down in like a tabloid kind of way, but like her emotions, you know, and how that show made her feel. Like I would love to hear her talk about what it was like to see it. Mm-hmm. Now, Troy, you'll be proud of me. I did finish Sex in the City finally. Took me a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I saw on your story. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Did finally finish that. But I actually started Abbott Elementary. Like oh a show that's kind of new. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love it? 
I love it. Usually in shows like that, like the docudrama type shows, there's at least two characters. I'm like, they don't need to be here. Mm -hmm. Like Kevin on The Office hated him. Anytime Mm -hmm. he was on my screen, I was like, get out. (laughs) But this show, I'm like, everyone's so funny. There's not one character that I could do without. Yeah, it's a real like, um, I saw somebody describe it as like every time somebody pops up on screen, you're never like annoyed that they're there. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel like every time they pass the ball, it's like somebody funny. And I'm excited to see like what they do. Like they're all just incredible. The whole cast is just killing it. So if anyone's not watching that, they should be. <laughs> Wait, so what conclusions did you come to on Sex in the City? Just like quick. Carrie and Big, I don't like either of them really, but they make sense together. Mm-hmm. I think Aiden wasn't right for Carrie, but was like great overall. Mm -hmm. I'm Miranda. I'm 100% a Miranda. Mm -hmm. Steve was great. He was like a man child. But like, again, he really showed up for Miranda time and time again, which we love. I'm trying to think Charlotte grew on me once she finally got with Harry. But like before that, I was like, this girl. (laughs) I get it. And then Samantha is the best. I She should have been the main character, but I get why Carrie was. Yeah. Yeah. Ironic because now those pictures are floating of Carrie and Aiden. Obviously, I guess Aiden's back. <laughs> He's like, this is so ridiculous. Oh, and Berger is a demon. I hated that man with my whole heart. Berger and was his name Petrovsky? Yes. They were, a, it was like hard to get through that. I was like, especially Petrov. Is that his name Petrovsky or whatever? I think you're right. He was a nightmare. At first, I thought it was going to be like, oh, she's hooking up with an older guy for a little bit. This is fun. This is something Mm -hmm. new. And then when it became serious, I was like, hmm. Yeah. (laughs) How'd that happen? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I know a lot of people are upset that Aiden is like back and they're like, she doesn't deserve him. But I feel like now that they're like older, I can see it. Like, that was like the kind of relationship where like she wasn't ready for that yet because she was still like an immature child. And now they're mm-hmm. like, you know, so I guess, what's new, Buttercup? Where are you? What's, <laughs> what's your up, name? We'll hear it again. <laughs> oh, and Smith. I loved Smith and I was so worried mm. Smith was going to do something to make me hate him. But I loved him and Samantha. Smith was so sweet. Oh, my God. Her cancer era. When I know. I'm glad you finished it, though. That's fun. It it only took me five months, but I did it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, the last pop culture thing. I know this is probably, like, one of our longer pop culture segments we've ever done other than the full episodes. I do not understand the Selena Gomez, Nicola Peltz, and Brooklyn Beckham friendship. And it's being forced down to our throats on social media. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah, I know. We got so many messages about it. It feels so forced. It feels so like they really want us to see the friendship. My God. And I don't know if it's because Brooklyn thinks he's a chef and Selena has her chef show. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if there's going to be some crossover, but I cannot figure it out. I feel like you're right. Whether it's like the chef thing or some other business thing, it's like that group of people together they like, I mean, we know what's happening there. You know what I mean? They're trying yeah. to make some coin. Yeah. They're trying to promote something. Like, you know, Selena's out there in rare beauty. They're out there trying to promote something because that is so heavy handed. People just have no grace anymore about being famous. It's just really, 
everybody is such a brute about it. Bulls <laughs> in a china shop, like you got to give us a soft launch of a friendship so we understand it. You can't come like, at us this hard and be like, "Look, we're the moment right now, aren't we?" It's just like so. <laughs> and I have heard terrible things about Nicola. I've heard she's like very, very mean. <laughs> yeah, and there's no hope for Brooklyn, obviously. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> it's wild. I guess we'll see what happens with the budding friendship. They're going to be like, oh, we're, we're all a couple and you all have to deal with it. Yeah. Like, just say it then. Just say it. Right. It's fine. You guys are all fucking and doing code together. We dream about it. It's fine. <laughs> You're living our dream. Now, I mean, we've already kind of talked about Kelly Clarkson, how we feel about her. I will say Kelly Clarkson is kind of like my Brittany for you. Yeah. She is someone when people talked bad about her, when she gained her weight, when, you know, when my December came out and everyone hated her, I was like, don't you fucking dare talk about my girl like that. Yeah. She's the one. Like, Kelly is, like, really the one. And I've been, you know that I, like, collect old magazines? Mm -hmm. And I bought like a bundle of magazines that were going to get thrown away. And it was like the year she was on American Idol. And it's so weird to see her as just one of the contestants of American Idol, like in these magazines. And like, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, it's just, it's weird how she came into our lives. Yeah. She was kind of maybe not the first reality star, but like contestant reality star type of person. Yeah. And like, we all felt so invested in her fame. I was like, I gave this to her. <laughs> you're welcome, Kelly. Yeah. Me at like eight. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> I was a big Nikki McKibben girl. May she rest in peace. She was my favorite on American Idol. Was Ryan Starr from that first season? First or second. Yeah. I was, she was you know, very I was early. Girl. No talent. Made gorgeous clothes. <laughs> Looking back, I'm pretty sure Kimberly Codwell was like my first true lesbian crush. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah i think everybody knows how much we love kelly and don't really need to like get into it but do you have like top kelly songs i really love her like as cliche as it is i really love her like rock era mm -hmm. like i love when like since you've been gone at first come out and like just that whole moment like the fingerless glove era of kelly clarkson is like very like her pack son moment was fun yeah <laughs> what about you I mean, the song Cry is one of my favorite breakup songs of all time. Sober, The Trouble with Love, Low. Oh, love is so underrated. I think Low is her most underrated song. Okay. And then, of course, Breakaway. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on. Her or Avril, either of you young ladies can sing it, and I love it. I will say my top played song of 2022 was her cover of Happier Than Ever. So you can imagine what my mindset was this whole summer. <laughs> so those were all opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And we are starting in 2007. Okay, it's been a while since I had a fill in the blank or for Friday. But this one lends itself to the format perfectly. The night before this recent award show, Kelly Clarkson went to dinner with Reba McIntyre. Her husband, Narvel Blackstock, and Ronnie Dunn from the band Brooks and Dunn. At dinner, they had about five bottles of wine, and Kelly Clarkson was well on her way to being plastered. They decided to hit the casino for a little gambling after dinner, and things got so much worse from there. 
Needless to say, Ronnie only drinks tequila, so he and Kelly were taking shot after shot. Needless to say, Kelly Clarkson was a mess within an hour, but she didn't stop. She stayed out till 2 a.m. and more or less had to be carried up to her room by the end of the night. She was late for dress rehearsal the next day and was so hungover by the time showtime came around, she could barely make it through her performance with Reba. Everyone wondered why she was so hard to hear during the performance, and it was because she was so hungover from the night before and, quote, didn't feel up to performing at all. Now, one thing just to keep in mind, like as we read these blinds, there are a lot of cheating blinds because Kelly Clarkson actually ends up marrying Reba's stepson, Brandon Blackstock. And Reba and Narvel were together for 26 years and had a horrific divorce, Mm -hmm. which kind of like happens at the same time that Kelly and Brandon were divorcing. And what happened was Narvel filed for divorce out of nowhere, Reba said. And Reba was like, I don't want to be, what's happening, you know? And within a few months after the divorce, Narvel started dating Reba's best friend. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, so something about that, those Blackstock boys, they're not good. Oh, God. No wonder her and Reba are so, like, bonded. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What well-known music mogul in his 70s is secretly gay? The record label Honcho, who got into a big fight with one of his idolized starlets this year, has been married and has like four kids, plus a boyfriend on the side. This comes from an impeccable source very close to him. We had no idea. And this is Kelly Clarkson and Clive Davis. And we'll talk about their feud a little bit later. Good, because I fucking love talking shit about Clive. (laughs) This female top 40 singer who's in the valley after coming down from a very big peak has always had whispers surrounding about her sexuality. Turns out there are more than whispers. Our singer and her girlfriend are now living together. To make it look more palatable, she also invited another woman to move in, so it looks like they're all roommates. Having the third woman move in also makes it easier for our singer to indulge in pills she loves so much as the third woman is the singer's dealer. I will say I was shocked there weren't a bunch more blinds about Kelly being allegedly gay because that was like Us Weekly talk. I was about to ask that. That was Us Weekly talk. It was like Kelly had to be a lesbian. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) There were pictures of her that came out while she was at Fenway Park, like just at a Red Sox game. So she had a baseball cap on. She was just at a baseball game. She was vibing. And Perez Hilton made this whole article that was like, look at this lesbian. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Lord Jesus. We are now in 2013. This almost A-list celebrity slash singer should not believe her significant other when he says that he will behave at his bachelor party. Every night that he is away from her, it is his bachelor party. Was before he met her, too, with all of his relationships. So a lot of word around Nashville is that Brendan left his wife for Kelly. Of course, Kelly denies that happened, but that's what everyone says. Okay. This almost A-list celebrity slash singer who everyone loves was not the woman that was with her significant other last week. That, quote, business lunch he had at a Nashville hotel took almost four hours as he left the hotel separately from the woman he met in the lobby. This A-list celebrity slash singer is so high on life right now, and she's going to come down crashing so hard. 
There is not a week that goes by that someone doesn't tell me about her significant other cheating and she totally believes everything he says. And one of these days she is going to catch him and that sweet innocence of hers is going to be gone forever. That's such a weird, like, it's always weird to me when you read about celebrities, like, not finding out, allegedly not finding out for years that everybody knows that they get cheated on. And like, will they ever catch the person? And I'm like, if this is so boldly written about like this, there's, I know we say this all the time, but there's got to be some kind of situation going on. And he was her manager. Right. Like, how could she be the only person in the whole world who doesn't know that she's being cheated on? Right. Come on. And Nashville is like a small town. Like the gossip you'd hear just going to like right. tin roof on Demumbrian. I'd right, be like, right. Chris Young got someone kicked out because they wouldn't go home with him. What the fuck? Why do I know this? <laughs> right. <laughs> so in 2013, that's when Clive Davis released his autobiography. And that's when like the feud became way more public because he decided to trash Kelly in it. And this is from the Hollywood Reporter. But it's also from her Husay account. Do you remember that? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. So this is a lot of reading, guys, but it's Kelly's words, basically. So I just heard Clive Davis is releasing a memoir and spreading false information about me and my music. I refuse to be bullied and I have to clear up his memory lapses and misinformation for myself and for my fans. It feels like a violation. Growing up is awesome because you learn you don't have to cower to anyone, even Clive Davis. The first inaccuracy, Clarkson says, is that she shed tears when recording Since You've Been Gone with Max Martin and Dr. Luke. Quote, first he said, I burst into hysterical sobbing in his office when he demanded Since You've Been Gone on my album, Clarkson writes. Not true at all. His stories and songs are mixed up. I did want more guitars added into the original demo and Clive did not. Max, Luke, and I still fought for the bigger sound, and we prevailed, and I couldn't be more proud of the life of that song. I resent him dampening the song that way. The tears came when she discussed Because of You, a song she wrote that Davis did not want on the album. Because of You ended up being one of Clarkson's most successful singles from Breakaway, and I still think, like, to this day. Quote, I cried after I played him a song I had written about my life called Because of You. I cried because he hated it and told me verbatim that I was a shitty writer who should be grateful for the gifts that he bestowed upon me. He continued on about how the song didn't rhyme and how I should just shut up and sing. This was devastating coming from a man who I, as a young girl, considered a musical hero and was so honored to work with. But I continued to fight for the song and the label relented and it became a worldwide hit. He didn't include that in the book. As for my December... Clarkson had pointed words for the 80-year-old music mogul who said the release wasn't successful because I co-penned the album and it didn't have pop hits. First, let me say, I've co-penned many of my pop hits. Secondly, My December went platinum. It sold 20,000 fewer copies than its successor, All I Ever Wanted. Hardly a huge failure. Never again, the only single they released in the U.S. from that record was a top 10 hit. I'm very proud of that, and I have my fans to thank. Clarkson does blame Davis for torpedoing the record at the music industry event before it came out. Quote, what's most interesting about his story is what he leaves out. He doesn't mention how he stood up in front of his company at a convention and belittled me in my music and completely sabotaged the entire project. It never had a chance to reach its full potential. 
My December was an album I needed to make for myself for many reasons. And the fact that I was so completely disregarded and disrespected was so disheartening. There really aren't words to explain. I'm blown away by that. And that makes me really, really angry. Mm -hmm. It makes me angry because it's like so many times you hear about these old decrepit crumbling white men who think that they know better and when the artist typically female artist goes against them and does what they like really want it ends up being this huge major success and like i just i know that men like him run the the music industry and it's like really difficult but i do hope that one day though i don't know how to say this without sounding like an asshole but like (laughs) when people like him no longer exist people will, like Kelly Clarkson can be more free to just like do what they want and follow their artistic instincts. You know, like I just, oh, and like, that's how he's treating. Like I, of course I think about Whitney mm-hmm. and I'm like, if this is how he's treating a wealthy, powerful white woman in front of a bunch of people, can you imagine how he treated a not wealthy young Whitney Houston, a black girl from Newark, not in front of people telling her that she had to present more white and talk proper and, I mean, he's a monster. He is. Absolutely. And that's a story that has followed her for a long, long time. Because she she did have a dip in her career. You know, Mm -hmm. I think there was a time where people were like, wait, who's Kelly? Not who's Kelly Clarkson, but you know what I mean? Like, where Mm -hmm. is she? And even my dad to this day in 2023, he'll be like, I don't know. She's mean to Clive Davis. I heard she's difficult. I'm like, how do you know that? Oh, God, that's that's painful to hear. It sure is. That's painful. Especially, like you mentioned, the dip in her career. Like, one thing that really stuck with me after we did that Ashanti episode is just how not in control these women are in dips in their career. And I just have really tried to pull back from talking about, like, flop eras and flopping and whatever, because it's like, you really do not know what's going on. And a lot of times, yeah, like, do you think these people would just not release music for a long time if they had the choice? No, but no artist would do that, you know? Exactly. And I'm sure, I don't know if it was in these blinds or something I read, but she doesn't do payola. She will not like play that game. So -hmm. she's not fucking with radio stations to try and get hits or anything. Mm -hmm. Damn. The politics of the music industry are fucked up. Right. In 2013 is when, you know, she wasn't a size zero anymore. Mm-hmm. She's at a weight and she's, I don't know. It's just like, just because she got like healthy. Because she even said, you know, when I was that thin, I was so unhealthy. Yeah. Right. And she was so like a part of a machine. Like The I first one too. Cool. Yeah. Like the trial and error. Mm-hmm. American Idol machine. Kelly Clarkson like defied everything by still making it out of that. You know what I mean? I'm sure Ruben Studdard is looking at her and scratching his head like, what the fuck? What did I do? You know, like so many people didn't make it out of that situation. She was the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm like all mad about Clive. Now I'm like <laughs> mad. <laughs> We're in 2014. This A-list singer generally turns a blind eye to the infidelities of her celebrity husband, but now he's got someone pregnant and our A-lister is having to scramble to make sure everything is kept quiet. She's footing the bill for the other woman's medical bills and future child support and other cash, but wants to keep everything quiet because she doesn't want to have it be public knowledge that her husband cheated. That sucks. The husband of this A-list singer who got her start in a special way 
has been in the space before and has spent a lot of time in the recording studio with his new project. She's young and blonde, and they have been making use of the bedroom at the studio. Our A-lister is blind to his cheating. I don't believe she was blind to his cheating. It's just probably one of those things like, just don't make me look fucking dumb. Right. The next blind's kind of wild because we get asked about this singer a lot. Oh, fun. This B-list country singer has had a few hits and is trying to get noticed in all the wrong ways. She barely wears any clothes and backstage at the CMA Awards a few weeks ago had sex with the husband of this A-list pop singer. Oh my God. So this is alleging that AC Musgraves fucked Brandon backstage at the CMA Awards. So a lot of people want us to do a Casey episode, but she has told like Dumois to stop posting about her. So I can imagine that she would find our episode pretty quick. <laughs> I didn't know that. She's one of the yeah. girls. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, Casey. Hey, babe. I'm not sure why this reality star turned B plus list singer stays with her kind of a celebrity husband. He was overheard the other night telling a friend that his wife isn't leaving him any choice but to cheat because she's too heavy for him. Disgusting. This week's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how fast, easy, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. Skip the snowy schlep to the grocery store and stock up on snacks, sides, desserts, and more at HelloFresh Market. Simply add these staples and sweets to your weekly order and they'll arrive at your doorstep along with your meals. As I've said before, I use Uber Eats way too much. So since I started using HelloFresh, I am eating better, saving money, and just have more time in my day. Yeah, I'm at a point in my life where I literally need to be led like a puppy into what (laughs) I'm doing, especially to make healthy choices because I will just order food. Like if all else fails, I'll just order food. So this helps. And also I used to love cooking and I like stopped loving it for some reason. I think depression may have had something to do with that. I don't want to talk about that, but now I like it again because this has like eased me back into it. So go to hellofresh.com slash blinds22 and use code blinds22 for 22 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Blinds22 and use code Blinds22 for 22 free meals plus free shipping. And enjoy HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. 
From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. So now we're in 2015. One heck of a Valentine's gift for this married former A-list singer, who's probably a minus list right now because she's been out of the game for a bit. Her husband was making use of the couch in an empty studio late last week with an up-and-coming singer who he's been managing and sleeping with simultaneously. I will never date a talent manager. From these <laughs> blind items, like, I don't ever want to date someone famous because I, if I was cheated on, I don't even know what would happen to me. <laughs> but talent managers truly seem to be the worst well if you think about it it's like everything has to go through them and like they kind of have like the velvet rope access mm. you know like oh they're I, f- I bet they're like the first person that they're like well yeah you have to sleep with me first and then right. there's a whole string of other men that will want to sleep with you i'm the first this a-list singer started off on a reality television show she might want to start facing reality when your husband does agree to travel with you, which is rarely, why is it that he insists on separate rooms and never even on the same floor? I guess she is okay with the cheating. It always has to be the woman being so scorned and like an idiot. Like she might be fucking too. Right. Why is that so far out of the realm of possibility that Kelly Clarkson could be going to get some side dick too on a different <laughs> floor of the hotel? <laughs> Being offered for sale to tabloids this week are texts and photos between the husband of this A-list singer and some random woman. Our A-lister has been through this before and stuck with him, you know, for the kid, but she deserves far better. And that was a big Reddit story, but I know it never made light to not even like Prez Hilton or anything. This A-list singer really needs to split from her cheating husband. While she was out of town performing, he was using his father's crash pad to have sex with a waitress slash singer. Ticket sales have been surprisingly low, really low. You can't cancel shows by saying that though. So the medical excuse is always better. Makes people feel sorry for you. That is what this a minus list singer is hoping for anyway. And again, Kelly did have a dip in her career. Yeah. This permanent A-list country singer paid off a tabloid to cover up an affair her son had with a married woman. She probably wouldn't do it for his half-brother. So that is Reba, the son, of course, being Shelby Blackstone and the half-brother being Brandon. And Brandon and Kelly lived in Hendersonville, Tennessee, which is like probably half hour north of Nashville. 
Okay. And I always heard Kelly was just like very nice and would go to get like her frames at Hobby Lobby and was like super fucking normal. Oh, she's the the celebrity. If you saw out in public, she would give you the moment that you hope for. I don't think I could meet her. <laughs> I think that you could. I think she's probably the only celebrity that would, she would be so nice to you. I would not be able to get a word out. She would like pull you up off the ground. You know. So now we're in 2017. Walking in on her husband mid-thrust with another woman finally made this a minus singer. We all love to see the light. I think all of us could have told her before they got married that her husband was a cheating dirtbag of scum. In fact, I think we kind of did. And Troy spit out his drink when I said <laughs> mid-thrust. I wasn't expecting to hear thrust. This A-list singer is fighting with her record label again. Last time they fought, she won, and the record label lost. She's winning the fight again, but the record company says it needs to sell better than her last record they liked, or they will drop her. It's also insane that you can be somebody like her, like have this long, crazy career, and you can have, you know, a couple singles or like a record that doesn't perform well, and they're like, we're going to drop you. Like, But also, like, the radio wouldn't play the song Heat. It's a great song. Right. But it just doesn't fit like the typical pop that was playing at the time. Yeah. And I feel like I definitely can remember a time where Kelly's like musical direction seemed a little lost. Like if she mm-hmm. was going to be country or if she was going to like do pop or, you know, what, like what it felt like it was kind of like, and she got like, I feel like painted into this corner of doing like, like music, like target music. Yeah. But she's coming out with a new album this year, and it's going to be a divorce album, and I can't wait. Oh, fun. With the exception of a quick rumor a few months ago, the world has gone quiet while this A-list singer turned about to be judge split with her husband because of all the cheating. She's even seeing someone quietly, and that is obviously the divorce, but she just signed on to do the voice at that time. This network reality star has been on multiple reality shows for the same network. She's still on TV, but the vast majority of you never see her. Anyway, she is currently the sugar baby to this married music manager who was married to a former A-list singer. And that is Brandon. It does, I want to know who it is, though. Yeah, the, I know. So this is an AMA blind. This A-list singer looked great and seemed so happy. No one could stop talking about the latest girlfriend of her husband, though, who is an up-and-coming, barely legal country singer. Our A-lister just doesn't care any longer. I just wonder who this person is. Who is this up and coming young girl? So one thing about Kelly Clarkson that I don't think she gets like enough credit for, she has always been really outspoken about like the men in the industry that are bad. Mm -hmm. And this is when everything with Dr. Luke and Kesha came out. So she, Kelly Clarkson actually had to, she had a deposition. She had to talk about her working with Dr. Luke. And this is from wonderwall.com. Quote, in general, I don't know anyone that likes him. People have said he's sleazy. People have said he is belittling. The same kind of thing that I say. He's very, I mean, just to be blunt, he can be kind of a bully and demeaning. I don't like him as a person. She also said she'd witnessed Luke being dismissive and belittling to others. Kelly testified that she refused to take a songwriting credit on her single, My Life Would Suck Without You, which was co-written with Luke, because she had such a terrible time working with him. 
I just didn't take credit because I don't want my name near his. That's how much I dislike him. She also claimed in her deposition, Billboard reports, that she'd heard through her label that other musicians and singers, including Pink, did not enjoy working with Luke despite his track record as a hit maker. Kelly alleged that people at her label told her, quote, we're having a hard time with him working with other people. Actually, almost every female at our label doesn't like working with him. Let's talk about Dr. Luke a little because we've brushed over him a lot. And I think we should do like a rotted on Dr. Luke. But yeah, let's talk about it, Troy. Well, I love her statement. I always refer back to it because like, I don't think that it excuses future people working with him, but like these labels force these young women to work with these people sometimes. Mm -hmm. People get placed with producers like Dr. Luke. People used to get, young girls used to get placed with people like R. Kelly. You know what I mean? Aaliyah didn't have an option of who she wanted to do her first album. What she had to do with R. Kelly, like it's not always up to the person. And I know like, there are obviously extremes. There are different cases where some of the girls will like really hardcore, you know, defend somebody like him. But I think sometimes people just got to work with him because the labels, he's a hit maker and they want hits. And unfortunately he's talented Mm -hmm. and that sucks. Yeah. And she did go on record. I didn't pull this, but she talked about how, cause someone was like, well, you lost like millions of dollars because of it. And she's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. And she's kept that since 2009. She's always said that she dislikes him. One day he's going to get his, he obviously is just so protect. I mean, he's such an example of being protected by the label or by the industry because he shouldn't be working. No. And he's making such a big comeback. The past three years, his songs have been nominated for Grammys. Yeah. It sucks when it's really awful when terrible people are like talented and like have a really innate like gift Mm -hmm. because it's like why can't you just be a good person and make good music like you know what I mean like why why do you have to be a piece of shit I just I don't fuck with Dr. Luke I've never I mean I also know that he was like a big a big reason um that Azealia Banks had a hard time in the beginning of her career because he used to make her sleep with him oh okay yeah he used to make her sleep with him for like songs And was like very abusive to her too. Like he's just a piece of shit. And we are now in 2018. Another day, another day spent without her husband around for the A-list singer who is beloved by everyone despite some recent comments. Her husband is always hooking up with people he wants to manage. The crazy thing is that all the people he seems to want to manage are female and willing to sleep with him. This is around the time that Kelly defended spanking. (laughs) I, that's like her biggest issue. She's like, I spanked my kids. Everyone's like, <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. It's like, that's her big controversy. <laughs> this little campaign planned for a big event this weekend is going to look really foolish and privileged if women of color don't start getting invited to participate. Oh, and getting someone to sponsor the gesture is also a really bad idea too. So the event being the Grammys, The campaign being Voices in Entertainment, where they're supposed to wear a white rose. The invitees, Kelly Clarkson, Halsey, Cyndi Lauper, Dua Lipa, and Rita Ora. And sponsors being Rock Nation and Interscope, Geffen, and A&M Records. This A-list singer slash part-time reality star who got her start in reality has always put up with the cheating done by her husband. 
because she always thought he would stay with her anyway. And now it looks like he found some woman who was barely old enough to drink, and it looks like he's getting ready to leave the marriage. Bad move by this A-list singer who's all over the radio right now. Her celebrity husband hooked up with someone about 10 days ago. This was definitely not the time to go all in showing love for him. So I think what they're talking about at the Nashville show for her big tour that she did, I was actually there. And first of all, she brought Reba out, which was fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. And then everyone was like, Kelly, we have a surprise for you. We have a surprise for you. And she started singing piece by piece, which is, that's a gorgeous song. Brandon came out playing guitar and she couldn't get through the song because she was crying so hard. Oh, (laughs) I can't watch her sing that song. No, it's too much. It is the most, if sometimes you just like feel like crying, like I'm like, I just want to cry every day. (laughs) Like right now, but I will go watch that performance and just like sob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This next one is a billboard awards blind. After reaching a personal high, this married A-list singer was handed a note by a passing woman at an after party. The note apologized to our singer for her year-long affair with the singer's husband. Troy, if someone passed you a note like that, how would you react? Don't know. I think I would truly, and I'm not even saying this to be funny, I'd be too stunned to speak. I would just be like, wait, what? What? What would you do? I wouldn't be well. I would, I would flip a table. Woman. Yeah, I would flip a table. I would lose my shit on everyone. <laughs> everyone in the vicinity. <laughs> I'd fuck somebody that night. I can tell you that. <laughs> I would punch someone so hard. <laughs> this former a list singer recently fought an online troll who'd been hired by her husband. He'll do anything to get a split where he looks like the good guy. And we'll talk about their breakup in a little bit. In the following blind, this current A-list illiterate singer is being cheated on yet again by her husband. I'm not sure why she continues to stick with the marriage. She knows about several of the affairs. Also, Kelly Clarkson, is that alliteration? No. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to look. I was like, wait. No, it's not. That's hilarious. The sexual harassment and drugs and staff fights have all led to the cancellation of an otherwise talk show. The host, though, just is toxic in the way he deals with others. So this is Kelly replacing Steve Harvey. I didn't know that the Steve Harvey show was riddled with sexual harassment and drugs. There's something about Steve Harvey that I just do not trust. Oh, my God. You'd be a fool to trust Steve Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) Someone listening right now is like, I love Steve Harvey. I know. It's like Steve's child is like listening. Hi, Lori. (laughs) no payola for this former network reality star turned a-list singer who's probably permanently a-list at this point because of her stance her new songs don't get played anymore on the biggest radio networks which makes so much sense contrary to some tabloid reports i think the only way this permanent a-list singer who started off doing something else in entertainment would divorce her husband is if he got another woman pregnant She has to come to terms with the constant cheating and just asks that he not embarrass her by flaunting the affairs in public. Hello. Now we're in 2019. This is a Billboard Music Award blind. This barely there married celebrity is a manager. But when he was hitting on some bottle servers a couple of nights ago, he kept telling them he could make them a big star and that he represented a lot more people than he does. 
He didn't name drop his wife, although one of the women asked about her. And then our manager got out of there real quick. Fucking Brandon Blackstock. This guy, my God. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you, Brandon? <laughs> right? Reba's stepson? <laughs> With all the time and energy this A-list singer has been devoting to her new completely different type project, her serial cheating husband is doing so again. It's on site with Brandon, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All I can say is that I hope Kelly's been getting dick down this whole time. Me too. I really do. I can't believe you just said dick down. <laughs> <laughs> now we're in 2020. Speaking of talk show hatred, this one name host never stops talking smack about the former reality star turned singer who has had huge success. The one named host thinks of her as a threat and wants her staff to start treating her as such. And that's Ellen versus Kelly. Wow. Wow. Okay. The Kelly Clarkson show became like a hit immediately, I feel. Who would have thought too? It's like the Drew Barrymore show. I was going to say, just like Drew, who would have thought that they both would have? I remember thinking like, oh, that sucks. They're both such nice people. It's sad those shows are going to get canceled in a year. (laughs) And they're like major. And I kind of think it's because they make it such a conversation. Like mm -hmm. watching Kelly fangirl over Sandra Bullock is something we can relate to. Totally. Yes. And she's so down. I mean, I know it's like so cliche to say this, but like there's no better like outlet for her because she's so relatable. She's so down to earth. She's so normal. It's like what better than a talk show, you know? Mm hmm. This former A-list singer who was still an A-list celebrity that all of you know does everything she can to keep her marriage together. Her husband is a serial cheater and comes from a family of them. He has broken her heart several times over the years, but this latest one is going to doom the marriage. (laughs) They've been saying that for like years. So this blind is referring to the piece by piece performance. So that was Mm. my mistake about earlier. Once again, this back in the day, A-minus list singer who now is only on reality television, is being cheated on by her a-hole husband. She'll continue to say what a wonderful guy he is while he spends their money on the yatter. Yatter. Well, I don't know why I said it like that. And that's Kelly and Brandon. And in parentheses, it says, Kelly Clarkson's emotional American Idol tribute to husband has Keith Urban falling apart. Did you see on TikTok that that rumor that's been going around, I guess it's not a rumor, but it was like two industry people saying that they know somebody who's transitioning in the in the country scene. Mm-hmm. I have a guess. Okay. I weirdly guess Billy Ray Cyrus. A lot of people did. Yeah. I don't know. There's something, something about Billy Ray. What do you think? I mean, it's, it's crazy because it came out around the same time that those weird videos were happening with Billy and his new gal mm-hmm. from Hannah Montana. Gross. I guess, yeah. Billy was kind of my guest too. I don't know. I just, that was so crazy. And they were both like, this is confirmed. Like they're going to make an announcement soon and it's a whole thing. I guess we'll see. The thing is, I don't think country music will ever like truly, truly accept the LGBT plus community. I don't either. Like, there's Marin Morris, who I think is really, really doing her best to, like, talk about Mm -hmm. it and be about it. But then you have people, I know people get mad at me, but, like, Jason Aldean saying what he says, you know? 
And I did see Keith Urban was a guest for that. I'm like, Keith Urban, no. No. He's already so beautiful. Like, <laughs> yeah. And his whole relationship is like a business. Exactly. You know, but I don't know. I don't think anyone could truly transition and be like welcomed back ever. I don't even think you could come out as like queer. Right. There aren't many openly gay country singers. There's TJ Osborne, Ashley McBride. I be- I don't, I believe. And then like Kelsey Ballerini has rumors swirling about her, but there's nothing confirmed. You can't even be black and sing country. No. Or it was gay. They won't even let Beyonce in. <laughs> I mean, like. They if scrubbed you're her performance. Yeah. Like if you're upset that Beyonce is singing with a twang in her voice, you guys are like wild. And she's from Texas. Right. Right. <laughs> black people invented country. Hello. <laughs> God. Apparently the soon-to-be ex of this A-lister got another woman pregnant, which is just too much for the wife to handle. This A-list manager might as well give up being a butt-kissing hypocrite. The talk host is going to quit. There will be no show for him to send his talent roster to. The singer who will move up the list with her show hates the manager. So that's Scooter Braun, Ellen, and Kelly Clarkson. And again, Kelly was very open about her dislike for Scooter. And she actually tweeted, hey, Taylor, I think you should re-record your albums because this is fucked up. She did? She did. Let me find the exact tweet so I can read it verbatim. Was that her idea? I mean, I'm sure Taylor was going to do it anyway, but like Kelly did talk about it like immediately. So she tweeted this on July 14th, 2019 at Taylor Swift. Just a thought. You should go in and re-record all the songs that you don't own the masters on exactly how you did them, but put brand new art and some kind of incentive so fans will no longer buy the old versions. I'd buy all the new versions just to prove a point. Oh my God, Kelly is a genius. I didn't know that that, I had no idea that that happened. That's really cool. The one named talk show host and her people are convinced that there is a bot army behind the attacks. There isn't. It is just that many people that are fed up. They are trying to spread the word that it is a new talk show host who hired the bots. No, not the singer turned host, but an actress turned host on a show you probably haven't seen yet. <laughs> oh my God. And that is Ellen, Kelly, and Drew. The daytime wars with the gals. With the gals. <laughs> it looks like executives over the talk show hosted by a one-namer are looking for scapegoats for the rumors and are directing it towards the singer and the actress who also hosts. No, it isn't them. It's everyone on your own show and in your own life who you've treated poorly. So this is definitely like the cancellation of Ellen. And they're like, Kelly Clarkson and Drew Barrymore, two rays of sunshine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cancellation of Ellen. Another, yet another thing my queen Kathy Griffin predicted. <laughs> oh, Kathy. I know. The singer turned talk show host wants to tell everything about her divorce, but is going to figure out a way to monetize it first. Just go back and read my reveals and you don't have to wait. I'm assuming they're saying she would want to like write a book. I hope so. It'd be cool. You really do not want to cross this A-list singer slash host in this situation. Their dirty laundry she can share about the family will destroy them. She knows way more than they think because she's in touch with a couple of the women who were trashed by the family. So Kelly was actually sued by her father-in-law's management company after the split from Brandon because you know, her 
father-in-law is Brandon's dad, obviously, who a big, big, big time country manager. And they were trying to say that she wasn't giving them like enough percentages of the money she was making because of the divorce. So they were suing her for money as the divorce was happening because she allegedly was withholding like money that should have went to the manager and the manager was Brandon. This is like a movie. <laughs> and the fact that Reba is like on her side, is this is crazy. I told the ex and his father when they filed a lawsuit against the A-list singer turned host that it wasn't a good idea. The singer slash host is now going to make their lives hell. <laughs> I love to see it. When the divorce was announced of this A-list singer slash celebrity, there was definitely cheating, which I've discussed for years in this space. The surprising thing is there are accusations also of domestic by the cheating spouse, too. So that's when Kelly Clarkson was awarded primary physical custody of the kids amid their divorce. And this is from People magazine. The document adds that, quote, the level of conflict between the parents has increased The parties have a difficult time co-parenting due to issues of trust between them. Clarkson and Blackstock also agree that they each shall not speak in a derogatory manner about the other parent to the minor children. The custodial parent shall not allow the minor children to be in the presence of any third party who speaks about the other parent in a derogatory manner, according to the court documents. And it's also been said that Kelly has to pay Brandon $115,000 a month in spousal support until at least 2024. Shit. That is a lot of money. Oh my God. And you know he makes a lot as a manager. Right. It's like just to be an asshole. Because it's like this divorce, I don't know what he thought it was going to be. If he thought people were going to be on his side. I know. I didn't even think about that. Like, hello, what are you? I mean, she's the most like beloved person in the world like what are you thinking and you cheated on her and by the end of their did you know about like all the cheating I was like reading about it loosely but I wasn't following it I just remember like seeing it blow up yeah because obviously it was talked about it's not like this was a surprise to anybody right yeah you'll learn better than the fuck Kelly Clarkson I guess (laughs) no you thought Taylor Swift was scary right we're now in 2021 This might be the first time I've heard something negative about the former A-list singer turned talk show host. Apparently, she was really upset they moved her night job to a different soundstage because it was further away from her day soundstage that she liked. The meanest blind about Kelly the whole episode. (laughs) Because she's upset they moved her stage. It's so silly. (laughs) We have a Mr. X blind. Which one-name talk show host is fuming that the foreign-born one-name singer with a new album on the way is seriously considering going on a different talk show host's show before hers? She's banned guests from doing so in the past. And that's Ellen being mad that Adele might go on Kelly Clarkson before her show. (laughs) I love that Kelly Clarkson is Ellen's enemy. Like, you really have to be a beast with shit. To be like, I'm going to feud with mm, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Girl, that's you looking looking at your mortality in the face and saying, I am on my way out. <laughs> and this young spry woman is on her way in. This cable show could never get any of its stars on the one named host talk show. I guess that changed with the illiterate one. I wonder if she would like to be the replacement for the host. 
you would think you would want to meet with the host considering the nicest and considering she's the nicest and not the one that bullies her staff. Oh, wait, two birds of a feather and all that. Probably hit up James Corden, the a-hole next. Oh, wait, her husband already did that. So the cable show being suits that they were talking about at the beginning, the one named host, of course, being Ellen and the illiterate one being Meghan Markle. And they're saying she should have went on Kelly Clarkson's show instead of Ellen. But the way that blind items, Troy and I talked about this, and I think we meant to talk about this at the top of the episode, the way like Meghan and Harry are written about in blind items, it almost makes me wonder if somehow the Royals have like empty on the payroll or something. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying he is, but it's absolutely fucking crazy, especially when you hear people who worked on suits being like, no, Meghan was always super cool. Mm Mm-hmm. People want to believe that Meghan Markle went into Prince Harry's life and was like, I'm taking control now. I haven't finished his book, by the way. But Harry is a grown man. Mm -hmm. Maybe Meghan saw an opportunity or something, but also, what the fuck? Get a brain. I don't know. (laughs) I'm also just like, even if she did, who cares? Right. Like, if she did see an opportunity, why is that so bad? Like, it's almost like people have a really hard time dealing with where she came from. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't deal with the fact that this woman from, like, this kind of fame, like, ended up there. And it's like she had to have been some snake bitch to have done it because she's so beneath, you know, her her status. And it's like, get, get the fuck over it. Just, like, let it let it go. I do have to give a shout out to Fluently Forward, our girl Shannon. She did do a Royals episode today, so she's braver than us. Oh, God. God (laughs) speak to you, Shannon. (laughs) We're rooting for you, gal. This A-list singer slash host got ghosted after two weeks of dating a guy. That added to her already depressing holiday season. At least nobody knew about him yet. She's always sad and being cheated on. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably more upset she has to pay her piece of shit husband $115,000 a month. I know. It's like, no wonder that show took off. She was like, this show is going to take off. (laughs) We're going to kill this. We're now in 2022. Speaking of yachting, this is how this illiterate manager found his new girlfriend. He didn't want to go through the process of dating. What he will go through very quickly is all the money he was just rewarded. And then it says in parentheses, Kelly Clarkson settles divorce, will pay Brandon over $1.3 million plus monthly spousal support. Oh my goodness. I guess if you're Kelly Clarkson, the the cool thing, the power move is that you can be like, this is pocket change for me. And with my new hit show, I'll be fine. And with my divorce album coming out, you better run. Yeah, that's pocket change for our girl. That's Starbucks. (laughs) After some 15-year-old remarks came to light, this A-list singer slash talk show host reached out to the permanent A-list singer and asked if the singer wanted to come on the show and the singer had no idea why the host reached out. There's something going on there. And that's Kelly and Brittany. And I didn't even know that they had any issues. They never have. I think that the problem is that, especially during this period, Brittany has access to like YouTube for the first time in a really long time, like ever, I guess. And she's seeing all of these like clips from six seven eight nine years ago you know but like she found a video clip first of all kelly clarkson has always been very supportive of britney publicly and she was one of the people when blackout came out she was like 
I'm so excited for this record. Blackout's so good. Give me more so good, blah, blah, blah. So she's always been cool about Britney, but she saw a clip of them asking Kelly about her shaving her head at like one of those award show, like after the award show press conferences where they hold their awards and they talk. And she didn't make fun of her. She just said like, that's not true, right? Like she couldn't have possibly shaved her head. That's a lie. It's not true. And they're like, no, she shaved it tonight. And that's the extent of the video. Oh. Yeah. Like it's really kind of like a non-factor. I don't know. Considering what everyone else has said, she's just like, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's literally all she said. She was like, that's not true, right? And they're like, no, she did. And then that was it. (laughs) And this is our final, our final blind. These two singers who started on the same show now also have the same careers. And there is a crazy war going on between the staffs of both shows to get guests to be exclusives to one show or the other. And that's Jennifer Hudson. How did I not think about this? And they were also both on The Voice, too. What is going on? I wonder if Jennifer's show is, like, doing well. Or, like, I wonder, like, if it performs well. I don't think so. Because I didn't even know she, like, had a show until TikTok told me. It's not good. No. Jennifer Hudson is not, like, um, this is just my opinion. Jennifer Hudson is the talent. I mean, if you want to hear a moving song and, like, cry and shit, you'd listen to Jennifer Hudson sing personality wise it's not there for me i don't really want to watch jennifer hudson have conversations to be honest the thing that i because i have watched clips from her show mm-hmm. she acts like surprised after every answer which yeah. really bothers me because i could be like oh troy wh- what are you up to today and you'll be like oh i went for a walk i'd be like you went for a walk what do you right, mean? Yeah. that's how she like responds to everything <laughs> It's you see the Sex and the City movie, right? I haven't seen it in a long, long time. Well, she's in it, and her name is Louise from St. Louis. And when she's on that talk show, all I can think of is Louise from St. Louis. <laughs> like, my best. Like, she's just like, she's always Jennifer Hudson. And it's like, there's something very, like, not comfortable about Jennifer Hudson. Like, she's never really been like a person who's like comfortable on camera in a weird way. So it's weird that she's doing a talk show of all things. She's not like a talker. And I honestly thought she had one years ago. Yeah. Every time I post a clip, like when I posted that Ashley clip, I got a million messages of people being like, Jennifer Hudson has a talk show. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Jennifer, yeah, you're right. She is like the talent, but maybe mm-hmm. just not a talk show host. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay. We live, you learn. <laughs> So I will say this may be one of my most favorite episodes to date. I can't even lie. <laughs> I love when fun. we can, I love when we each get someone that we can just fangirl about. Yeah. Yes. And it's nice to have somebody who is like, you know, people always ask for a kindness episode and we always say like, we couldn't do it. We kind of just did it. Yeah. Kindness Kelly Clarkson episode. There it is. Yeah. Yes. I'm, no, like literally for real. Mm-hmm. That was fun. So, yeah, I guess we don't need to do if she's rotted or not, because. No, not in a, not in a million years. But Brandon, let me tell you, Brandon. <laughs> the gays and the girls are coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Tell your enemies. Tell your parents to listen. They'll hate us so much. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to rate, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And we love chatting with you. And thanks for listening every week. Yeah, we love you very, very much. And we will see you here next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.